1: Deets and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
0: Shop now at deetsandwatson.com slash the right way.
1: That's Dietz D-I-E-T-Z, and watson.com slash the right way.
0: This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is a magical
1: place on the web where you can take a dream and turn it into a website with a click here and a drag there. Yep, and It sounds like a nursery rhyme.
0: Wow. <laughs> maybe your dream is to open an e-commerce store, uh-huh. maybe a blog, maybe you're a restaurant, you need a landing page. Maybe you page.
1: write nursery rhymes.
0: Maybe. All you have to do is head to squarespace.com spilled and you can get a free trial.
1: And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code spilled at checkout to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain name. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew.
0: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where Matthew can't remember his own name.
1: (laughs) Well, it's been a long day. I mean, uh, it's already 11 a.m. And we're about to eat. Nine different, different kinds types. of Pringles.
0: Yes. All right. So yeah, today's episode is uh, Pringles, a, a brand of chips available here in the U.S. and, and many other parts many of the world. Many
1: other places. There are, I've seen some very interesting Pringle flavors in Asia, for example.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember eating these as a kid?
1: Not much, because these were one of the foods that my mom thought was gross.
0: Interesting. So, I...
1: like, it seems, thinking back, it seems really arbitrary. And I'm sure I'm, this is not a dig at my mom. I'm sure, like, the same is true in my house. There are just, like, some things I won't buy because I think they're gross, even though, like, empirically they are, they are no worse for you or more gross than I, other foods that I eat all the time. I
0: wonder if she was weirded out by the fact that that these are like definitely an industrially produced product, whereas like potato chips and tortilla chips, those are made from like a, a simpler base. Like you so slice up potatoes.
1: I can answer this question. No, that wasn't it. That because wasn't it? Because she was fond of buying O'Boise's, which I know we've talked about before, which were uh, a, a chip that came in a bag but was made from a potato batter. So they were, like, oh. weirdly shaped and kind of bubbly. Oh, yeah.
0: So, no, she can't hold that against Pringles. Nope. Okay. So, Interesting. These were one of the few types of, like, I, I feel weird calling them potato chips because they're... they're.
1: Well, and didn't you find that, that technically they can't be called potato chips?
0: Yeah, because <laughs> it's, like, less than 42% potato or something. And the rest is, like, wheat and... Uh, other flowers. Anyway, ooh.
1: Um, um, according but, to the to the can, they're called potato crisps, and in in Spanish, that's crujientes de papa.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, anyway, hold on. We'll get to this, but this was one of the the chips that I do remember eating as a kid. Uh, granted, I was not allowed to have a lot of what my mother deemed junk foods. Oh,
1: she came up with that term.
0: (laughs) She's the only person in the world who's ever used that term. She called it, quote,
1: junk food.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm saying that to say that I don't believe in the term junk food anymore. Anyway, but uh, yeah, occasionally I was allowed to buy these. I feel like, is there some just like original flavor Yes, there is. Yeah, because that was what I would have sometimes as a kid. I don't think and there were
1: very many Pringle flavors when we were kids.
0: No, I don't think there were either. I don't and think there
1: were very many flavors when we were kids.
0: No, everything pretty much just tasted the same. Plain,
1: yes. Plain. We had plain, we had vanilla. We had, we van- had, we had uh, chocolate. Uh-huh.
0: And then, oh my God, then they did vanilla chocolate swirl. Oh, Yes. Anyway, Matthew, can I finish, please? Maybe. Anyway, Pringles, they definitely put out a lot of ads in the 80s. And I was, you know, I watched cartoons and stuff like that. And I remember learning about Pringles and thinking they seemed really cool. And they had a slogan back then, which was like, once you pop, you can't stop. I was
1: just going to say, was that Pringles slogan?
0: Yes. And I don't think, I didn't see it anywhere on the Pringles website anymore.
1: Too bad. That that was a good slogan, right? It was a good slogan.
0: Um, Anyway, but yeah, I I was not allowed to have these frequently, but I do remember, like, it it was an obvious thing, like... Pringles were on my mental horizon as a child
1: uh-huh and me yeah they were just in it sort of a nebulous category of like maybe I can get this as a friend's at a friend's house sometimes yeah
0: yeah that's that's like where cinnamon toast crunch cereal yes. was for me
1: oh God yes yeah <laughs>
0: Um. Okay, wait, so can uh-huh. I, can I take you down a little bit of a, 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 are you ready for story time?
1: I'm always ready for story time, well, but I mean, you've tucked me to, in. Today's story. You got me my warm milk.
0: Today's story is the origin story of the Pringle. Oh, wow. And I this think. This is,
1: this is like our creation myth. I
0: think you're going to enjoy it. Okay. So this is all from Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. okay uh, I spent a long time on the Pringle's website yesterday, which mm-hmm. we'll get to in a minute. Yep. It, it had absolutely none of this information. Okay, so these were originally developed in 1967 by Procter & Gamble. Oh, now the
1: bedtime story worked. I'm already asleep.
0: Now, they, now they're owned by Kellogg. Kellogg okay. bought them in 2012. But anyway, Procter... Kellogg, Kellogg's does
1: really well with like dry, crunchy things.
0: Yeah, I think that's most of what they uh-huh. do. So Procter & Gamble, they wanted to make a chip to address consumer complaints about, quote, <laughs> broken, greasy, and stale chips, as well as air in the bags. What? Okay?
1: Wait, wait, I'm sorry. So wait, people slow been, down. People slow have down. been
0: complaining about okay. their chips being okay, wait, broken, wait, wait. greasy, stale, and there being too much air in the bags.
1: Oh, okay. So, so like, too much air, not enough chip. Like, yes. why am I buying this? Ba- I thought. So, when you said that, it seemed like a weird. The last one, air in the bag, seemed like a very strange thing to complain about.
0: No, no, no. no. <laughs> I think it's that, you know, air was being put in the bag to, like, keep the chips from breaking and getting crushed and whatever, but, but the chips were still getting crushed, and then you were getting all this air. Anyway, so. The task of developing this newfangled potato chip mm-hmm. was assigned to a chemist named Frederick Bauer, okay. who for two years, from 1956 to 1958, worked to create Pringle's saddle shape from fried dough.
1: I never thought of it as a saddle shape, but it totally it is. It totally
0: is, and he developed the can to go with it. Okay? <laughs> you could put but a Pringle hold, on a My Little Pony. But hold on, Matthew. He could not figure out how to make the chips taste good,
1: and they're still working on that to this day. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: he was eventually pulled off the Pringles job to work on a different brand. Wait, It wait, wait. this great?
1: All right, Frederick, Frederick, come into my office. You're—we're taking you off the Pringles job. Give me your badge and your gun. Okay, get the hell so out anyway, of here. So
0: <laughs> anyway, in the mid nineteen sixties, somebody else picked this up. A different researcher. You're a loose
1: cannon, Frederick.
0: Uh, A different researcher, Alexander Lipa, Mm -hmm. restarted Bauer's work and he set out to improve on the Pringles taste, which he succeeded in doing. Do you know how? Hold on. So while Bauer was the true inventor of the Pringles chip, Lipa's name is on the patent. Hmm. Now, they brought in Gene Wolfe, who was a mechanical engineer slash author known for science fiction and fantasy novels. (laughs) And he developed the machine that cooks Pringles. Did he have
1: any experience in developing industrial machinery?
0: He, he developed the machine that cooks these. Their consistent saddle shape is mathematically known as a hyperbolic paraboloid.
1: Well, I mean, that's obvious just from looking at
0: them. And their designers reportedly used supercomputers to ensure that the chip's aerodynamics would keep them in place during packaging. Whoa. I had my mind blown by this. What? These are science
1: chips. What's like they? Did they put them in a wind tunnel?
0: I have like, no to idea. Test it seems their, like, that way.
1: Aerodynamic coefficient or something.
0: Anyway, so uh, you know that
1: is quite an origin story. It, isn't start, that kind it started of out pretty mundane, but then.
0: I just love that he couldn't figure out how to make them taste good.
1: I I love that and I love the idea of someone getting taken off the Pringles account.
0: And then that they brought in a guy who the was Pringles known job. for a guy who was known for science fiction and fantasy novels uh-huh. to develop the machine to cook them. That's right. These what are if- future chips. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, do, uh,
1: I I bet there are some people in our listenership who write uh, science fiction or fantasy uh, works. I
0: wonder if Procter and Gamble is looking for anyone to design machines. They should get in touch with our listeners. Well, do
1: they uh, listeners who who do write science fiction or fantasy? Have you ever been called upon to do a job that has nothing to do with writing <laughs> but has to do with your ability to con- conceive the future of snacking?
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, to get to the name Pringles, how
1: when do I get to start eating
0: chips? Not yet. Okay. There are lots of different uh, like uh, hypotheses as to where this name came from. None of them are conclusive and therefore we're not going to discuss them.
1: Okay. I anyway, think it was Bauer.
0: But so hang on. So so basically what what our man Alexander Lipa figured out is that he made a chip that has about 42% potato Content.
1: That I didn't want to know. Right?
0: And the remainder is wheat starch and flours, a mixture of potato, corn, and rice.
1: Okay, whatever.
0: Combined with vegetable oils and emulsifier salt and seasoning. They were originally known as Pringles newfangled potato chips. I but, like that. But other snack manufacturers like hated this. And they, they said, wait, did
1: they object to the term newfangled?
0: No, they objected to the term potato chips. Okay. Because Pringles failed to meet the definition of a potato chip. The USDA ruled that Pringles could only use the word chip in their product name within the following phrase, potato chips made from dried potatoes. Oh. So they opted instead to use the name that you saw on the label, which is potato crisps.
1: Crujientes.
0: Yes. So anyway, we can start eating now and I'll tell you more about these fascinating products. Oh, we need to do it. We need to cheese plate. Okay. Well,
1: clearly we're going to start with original, right?
0: Original and then, okay, loud is definitely coming last. Yep. Salt and vinegar, these seem pretty basic. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's do originals first. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there are many different lines now in, in the Pringles family. It looks like you've gotten a bunch of grab and goes. I
1: got some grab and goes because there was a, a, a assortment of six different flavors in, in the grab-and-go format, which is a delightful packaging. It's got the saddle-shaped indentation in the bottom, bottom, like a punt in a wine bottle, to keep the Pringles in place.
0: You know, I like these more than I thought I would. They definitely don't taste like a potato chip. No, but
1: they're super tasty.
0: They're super tasty. Now, so this is the original. Mm, the aftertaste is kind of weedy.
1: Mm-hmm. When you when like you put a, a Pringle like a cracker in your mouth,
0: this is essentially a cracker.
1: Yes. Do you think it's important? But it's a fried cracker, which yeah. makes it better than. Oh, a cracker. they they
0: also have a baked line. But anyway, oh yeah, the, I the, didn't get
1: okay. that. When you put a Pringle in your mouth, do you feel it's important to put the concave side down so it like nestles, like it saddles yes. your tongue?
0: Yes, I want it to saddle my tongue.
1: <laughs> no, no one can saddle your tongue, Mom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to sour cream and onion. Okay, which looks exactly the same as the plain one.
1: Interesting.
0: Yum. Oh, super yum! Love it. Oh yeah. Oh man. I'm gonna do some gardening later.
1: <laughs> You're gonna plant one of these and see so what happens. It's a really
0: beautiful day here in Seattle, and so I, I bought some. Uh, I bought some cans of pilsner the other day because mm-hmm. I was like, when I'm gardening, I want to drink oh. a beer and like a cold pilsner sounds great.
1: You to can me. take as many Pringles as you want, and
0: I totally feel like I need to eat some Pringles while I'm gardening and, and drinking my pilsner.
1: We haven't talked on the show about about the fact that your yard was taken over by an invasive species.
0: Yeah, I, how's that going? Oh, my God, Matthew, it's so much work. So my yard was overtaken this year in the span of just a few months. I do not know how this plant got into my yard, but it's called Lesser... I think a
1: disgruntled listener did it. It's
0: called Lesser Selendine, uh, commonly known as Fig Buttercup. It looks pretty. <laughs> it has these like heart-shaped leaves and these yellow flowers. And it, oh, my God, it is a um, monstrosity. A, night, a living nightmare? it takes over everything anyway washington state guidelines force me to dig it out and bag it and put it in garbage not in compost mm-hmm. to you know control the spread of so it wait but here's the thing Matthew so I contacted the city of Seattle and got a larger garbage can sure to be able to throw all this away did you know that even the largest garbage container in Seattle you can only put 60 pounds of garbage in it wow well I think I have like 300 pounds of lesser celandine infected dirt in my garbage can and the city would not collect it yesterday <sighs> and now I have to transfer like 300 pounds of of garbage bags full of dirt and leaves into the back of my car and drive them to the dump
1: oh my god i i'm so sorry i'm not available to help out with that ever
0: (laughs) so uh, yeah i'm gonna eat me some pringles this afternoon and drink some beer you earned it while i deal with this pest
1: (laughs) so uh one more question about about the uh the plants in your house um are you are you like required by law to get rid of it, or could you just ignore it and see what happens? Oh,
0: I could just ignore it and be but, the bad neighbor. But watching how fast it has spread over my yard, like there was none of it last summer.
1: You're concerned for for the safety of your child.
0: I'm concerned for the safety of my family. No, but also, I mean, it is it takes over all native species and it also depletes the soil. Also, my yard. Uh, basically um, has like a runoff channel to the sound right next to it. Oh. And I feel like it is really bad for me as a citizen of the earth to let roots of this plant be washed down into yeah, other people's I hear you. yards.
1: No, like later when they when they write the history of how they'll everything be like, went wrong. They'll be
0: like, everything used to be so beautiful in Seattle. There was an incredible, rich diversity of plants and animals until, until Molly Weisenberg allowed Lesser Celandine <laughs> to take over her entire yard. You know what, Matthew? huh. I know you hate it when I get listeners going on some sort of topic and then they they contact us about it. <laughs> no, like, it's
1: my favorite thing. Please do so it again. So <laughs> I
0: feel pretty confident we're going to have a lot of listeners contacting us about... Like the the horrible virulence of this plant and their own personal struggles. Oh, and probably other
1: invasive it. species like a heterohelix, uh, uh, blackberries, pur- purple loosestrife, zebra mussels.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> my are, god, zebra the... mussels! Those T- are fascinating. Uh
1: huh. Well, let's let's. I was gonna say, let's do an episode about. Let's that. talk
0: about the marmorated stink bug. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Think it,
1: dream it, make it with Squarespace.
0: Wait, so if I haven't made it yet... I you've can made make it. it with Squarespace.
1: You're the host of Spilled Milk. I think you've made it.
0: <laughs> okay, well great. So I'm going to make a new website on Squarespace. It's going to be called Molly Made It.
1: <laughs> mollymadeit.com.
0: Yep, mollymadeit.com and I'm going to put all the things I've made on there.
1: Uh-huh. Like every time like I make dinner, love,
0: love. Uh, yeah, I'll keep a tally of all the times I make love. Uh, do you have
1: like a little special symbol that you put on your calendar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, but I should.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, I did
0: that in college.
1: Sure. <laughs> so, okay. So mollymadeit.com. You're yeah. going to you're gonna register the domain name with Squarespace, which yep. is so easy to do. You're mm-hmm. going to pick a professionally designed template. Mm-hmm. You can put a calendar on right on the site oh, using right. Squarespace's oh, calendar
0: okay. widget. Yeah. Molly made it today.
1: Like, a yeah, exactly. A, a tally of all the things you've made in any given day. <laughs> Great. And if you need any help, just uh, check with our 24-7 customer support. They're always there for you.
0: Yeah, go to squarespace.com slash spilled and you can get a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain.
1: That's squarespace.com slash spilled. Offer code spilled.
0: This episode is brought to you by UndeniablyDairy.org.
1: Molly, did you know that most milk is made less than a two-hour drive from where it's sold? I don't have a car, so I'm not going to go out and drive two hours to, to get my local milk, but you could. Yeah,
0: this makes me want to like start at my local grocery store and then just sort of drive like a two-hour radius, like kind of zigzagging back and forth from my local grocery store out a- and see how many dairy farms I can hit.
1: Yes, well, you might end up at Royal Dairy in Royal City, Washington, uh, which is owned by Austin Allred, who we're going to be talking to right at the end of this episode. And
0: I hear that we are going to learn some Ventilating things about cow ancestry.
1: Indeed. And to find out more, go to undeniablydairy.org and stick around at the end of the show to hear that interview. We're now eating cheddar cheese Pringles.
0: Okay, here's my only complaint about these Pringles, which are delicious. These flavored ones, the flavor fades away almost instantly. I
1: don't like the cheddar cheese. It's too sweet and mild, kind of.
0: Yeah, I want it to, to have more punch. How
1: about cheddar and sour cream?
0: Wait, which this was just plain old that cheddar was just cheese. just plain old cheddar
1: cheese and then here we've got cheddar and sour cream.
0: Okay, let's hope that these do better. Much better. Mm. Mm. No, I wouldn't say much better.
1: I disagree. Hmm. They've got they've got a little bit of tang from the fake sour cream
0: powder. Mm, they still just taste like wheat crackers. Okay. Okay, what next? Hold on. Do we move on to like barbecue and pizza flavor or do we step back and do ranch and salt and vinegar? Let's
1: do ranch and salt and vinegar. Okay. Now I have a question. I'm going to watch actually as you open this Pringles can and then I'm going to ask the question. Okay. So uh, my question was going to be, but then I just saw Molly do it, so I know the answer. When you get a can or, or container of something that has a, foil, a peel-off foil lid and a plastic lid, do you peel the foil off all the way and throw it out? and then put the plastic lid back on? Or do you peel the foil back partway and then replace the foil and put the plastic lid no, back I on?
0: No, I would not replace the foil.
1: Um, I've, seen, I've seen people do that, and I, I'm with you. I, I think that's wrong.
0: The plastic lid is sufficient. Okay, mm-hmm. Matthew, this is not a hidden... I'm pretty sure this is not Hidden Valley Ranch.
1: Hmm. This is
0: a funny-tasting ranch. I think it's very yeah. oniony. I I don't like it.
1: No, compared to like a cool ranch.
0: Dorito. This is an inferior product.
1: No, I'm, I'm not a fan of Ranch Pringle. I don't like Ranch
0: Pringles. No, I, no, no. I will see if I can get my on. kid to eat it. What do you think about the the packaging? How do we feel about the aerodynamic shape? Um. Well, I
1: mean, the, the I chip like I ate they, was not chipped.
0: I feel like they could have made them slightly larger and had them still fit in this tube. Or made the tube smaller. Or made the tube smaller. Yeah,
1: I see what you mean. But maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't want to speculate on on like the air cushioning properties.
0: Okay, you're going to open that tube?
1: Yeah, yeah. So here we have salt and vinegar, which is, which is usually one of my favorite chip flavors. Like a Lay's salt and vinegar is one of my favorite chips.
0: Ooh, I like a kettle chip salt and vinegar.
1: I'm not going to say no to any salt and vinegar potato chip. But let's see about this one. Mm. Needs more vinegar. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm, yeah. yeah. Kind of feeling like if you're going to eat Pringles, yeah, I don't like this. This has a sweetness to it. I think the sweetness is also coming from the like the composition of the chip itself. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Pringles, like it's really tricky to do these flavors, I think, because the chip itself ha- does not have like a pure potato flavor.
1: So, so far, the we did like the sour cream and onion, but that was the only... I, I like the cheddar I like the and the sour original. cream. Um, I was going to say the only flavored one. Okay.
0: Let's do barbecue. Let's do
1: barbecue. How do you feel about barbecue chips in general? I
0: like them okay. I do too. Mm, this is working for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. This tastes like summer. Still a little sweet.
1: But barbecue chips are always quite sweet, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. This is working for me. Mm-hmm. I'd eat this. Yep. Okay. Pizza flavor.
1: I'm very skeptical.
0: Okay. Here but we you go.
1: know, pizza flavored goldfish were pretty good, right? I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Prominent oregano.
1: Immediately after the barbecue, that tastes like plain to me.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try one more.
1: I'm gonna lick one and see if I can just taste the powder. Don't watch this.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like have the volume turned down. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe we'll like the live. I mean, the live line.
1: <laughs> the, oh no, live Pringles. <laughs> I'm not opening this can. A fucking snake is gonna jump out. <laughs> These would be a good, good cans to, to prank with a snake. Yeah. And um, I say that as a lovable prankster, aka a rap scallion.
0: Okay, wait, hold on. So hmm. that was a throwback to the scallion episode, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they have this line called the loud line, and I kind of don't understand, and I guess I'll find out right now. Hmm. Does loud refer to the sound of them being crunched, or does it refer to the flavor?
1: You think you think they they're gonna market a line of chips where the selling point is they're louder than other chips?
0: Yeah, these are crunchier.
1: Okay. I was wrong. These are okay. These
0: are weird. These taste like it's this tastes like they tried to you know in Willy Wonka when he makes the gum, that's like a three course meal.
1: I still haven't rewatched the movie.
0: But you remember when he makes the gum that
1: Yes, yes, like you keep chewing it.
0: Mmm, rare right. roast beef with gravy and mashed potatoes like that. This tastes like mmm plate of nachos with black beans and salsa.
1: But are you really getting all that?
0: I'm getting the black
1: beans. Hmm. Yeah, but I, I think they maybe like put some let, let's look at the ingredients. What's it cause the dried, chip composition dried
0: black beans? Two percent or less.
1: I kind of like the, the flavor of the chip. I don't really care about these are
0: such weird like Franken foods.
1: Yeah. Okay, so finally, I've got something that isn't Pringles. Hold on, I'm going
0: to have a, an original yeah, one let's, again. Let's, I'm going to cleanse my palate.
1: Yeah, they should they should put out plain Pringles as a, as palate cleansers at the finest restaurants. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I got mm-hmm. here.
0: Okay, I think and the I feel original like you have is a, a pretty lot more to tell
1: us about Pringles before the episode is oh, over. Oh, you know I do. This is Lay's stacks. There, it's Lay's Pringle Killer. I
0: don't like these at all. Now when I taste the the original one, the aftertaste is like weird crackers. It's it's a weird product. This is a super weird product. Why do people care if their chips are broken? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you why would, do people care if their chips are greasy?
1: You would care if your chips were very broken. Hmm. I think I might like Lay's Stacks better than Pringles. I
0: think I like Lay's Stacks better too.
1: They're crunchier
0: mm-hmm.
1: or louder. You could say
0: they're louder. In every way.
1: hmm Really, that's up to listeners to determine which is the loudest chip. These are much better.
0: hmm Huh.
1: Sorry, Pringles.
0: Yeah, like I would actually eat these. Mm-hmm. I am eating these.
1: Well, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But sure, tell us more about Pringles.
0: Oh my gosh, this is so dumb. <laughs> the yes. copy on the back of the stacks. Lay's stacks are the ultimate way to recharge. I can see that. Lay's stacks sour cream and onion artificially flavored potato crisps mm-hmm. give you the full flavor and crispy crunch that adds great taste to your busy day.
1: Yep. Enjoy, they...
0: <laughs> enjoy at the office, around the house, or wherever you are.
1: They tortured a copywriter. Like, you know, this, this product, everything you need to know is just that it's chips in a can, come up with something, anything.
0: Weird. The ultimate way to recharge. It's the
1: ultimate way to recharge.
0: Yeah, so pretty much like after I run my first marathon, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, you know, I don't need any water. Nope, don't need any nope. Gatorade. Nope, I just need malaise stacks.
1: <laughs> you said malaise. It sounded like the word malaise.
0: malaise. No, I was thinking about Malady. <laughs>
1: I just need my ladies and my, and my stacks.
0: Malaise stacks.
1: Um, that's why you see people on the sidelines of the marathon holding out <laughs> cans of chips. For runners to reach into on the way.
0: Yeah, by. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, can I tell you some more things about Please Pringles? Please do. So if you go to their website right now, or, or actually even if you buy a can of these, you'll see that the slogan right now is Pop, Play, Eat. Yes. Which uh I just, I had no idea how far into, cu- into culture Eat, Pray, Love had reached.
1: Do you think it's related? I do.
0: I do too. I mean this whole like Eat, Pray, Love, Pop, Play, pop, Eat. Pop, Play,
1: Eat. So if I think the, f-
0: I find "pop play eat" to be difficult. Pop, pop, play, the, eat. It's hard the, to say.
1: I have a question though. If the if the book had been called "pop play eat," I feel like I can envision what the second and third parts would be about. But what would the pop part be? What What's the personal quest there?
0: To L- like to meet your dad. Virginity. Oh,
2: virginity. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, you win. Okay, or yeah, I mean maybe to meet your dad. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, the two are not related. not related. Oh god! Um,
1: I um like I, I was li- recently listening to a podcast where they were remarking on this, but like every every year or two, it just popped into my head that I can't believe that there was a band called the Cherry Pop and Daddies.
0: Yeah, it's so it's horrible. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. So any... Oh, wait. There is more. I know there's more because you were telling me about it yesterday, about yeah. Pringles. Okay.
0: So there's currently an interactive feature on the website, which I lost 30 <laughs> minutes... play, eat! Which I lost like 30 minutes of my life to uh-huh. yesterday. So it lets you choose three different flavors by, by clicking on them, and, and they stack on the screen. Okay. Three different flavored chips. I'm going to try this. And then the website... Rewards you for doing this by by showing you like a, a dumb video that tells you in a variety of humorous ways like, wow, because the slogan for this interactive feature is be is is like, wow, what a stack. I mean, <laughs> okay. pre- presumably of Pringles.
1: For, <laughs> that's their new slogan. Presumably of Pringles. <laughs> so
0: anyway, yeah, this interactive feature, it tells you that you will be wowed by a unique taste experience.
1: So but I, you're
0: doing it on the computer. Okay so but, what did you stack Matthew?
1: okay, I stacked um salt and vinegar, sour cream and onion, and barbecue I don't I don't know what this is supposed to represent okay um,
0: <laughs> what do you think?
1: It's very messy if you don't put the whole stack in your mouth are you first wow, of all. are you
0: wowed by a unique taste experience
1: no. I do. I like the idea. I like the concept because you know how much I love the Jelly Belly recipes on the back of the yeah. Jelly Belly bag. This is
0: this is dumber.
1: This is dumber.
0: Yeah. So anyway, if you listener want to go uh, stack some it, it, pop, play and eat basically mm-hmm. on the Pringles website, you just go to pringles.com slash us slash wow. You can stack Pringles dot html. <laughs> that
1: that is literally Molly is not joking. I'm, that is literally the URL.
0: Yes. Anyway, um,
1: all lowercase. All all one word. Wow, you can stack Pringles.
0: Yeah. Anyway, um, and the videos that they show you are stupefying in their dumbness.
1: Like what? I sent.
0: Well, I sent two you of them to you. I don't remember though. Like I so, got I so sent stupefied. one that is one of those um, those like inflatable things that businesses rent and attach to like an air blower. It's like a weird tall guy with. With arms, and he continually deflates and reinflates and waves up and down. Right. I don't know what you what call that. What
1: are those that. things called? Like a dancy, dancy thing?
0: Dancy inflatable thing? Dancy inflatable. But anyway, they, they, it's a video of one of those with a voiceover. And oh, you every know they're called it, Ted Dancing. And every, <laughs> <laughs> and every time it reinflates and kind of throws its little arms up in the air, the Whee! voiceover goes, "Wow, wow, wow." wow! It's horrendous. And then there was also a video, which I also sent uh-huh. you, Matthew, yep.
2: of oh, like a grandmother's
0: hands slowly unwrapping a package, and you have to wait for it. It's very slow. Mm-hmm. And and you'll see what she unwraps. But it, too, is a form of exclaiming, wow. Anyway, awesome. listeners, check it out before Pringles realizes how dumb this is and takes it off their website. Oh, yes, because uh,
1: when an ad campaign is too dumb, they cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Anyway, Pringles also has this this product called Stix S T I X. Okay, which appear to just be stick shaped crackers packed in individual like packages for kids' snacks.
1: Oh, so like you could you could pack uh, string cheese. Like those those vegetable stick, like like uh, carrot sticks, some dried vegetable stick things, like the Trader Joe's Peapod things, and some Pringle sticks, and just have an all stick lunch. A pepperoni stick. Yeah, There's a lot of sticks you can eat. So
0: many different sticks you can
1: eat. <laughs> just like a twig Pop- you found a in popsicle. your yard. Uh huh. Just stick a popsicle in your kid's lunchbox. See what happens. <laughs>
0: This episode
1: was brought to you by Grove. Grove is a company that lets you get the safe, effective, and affordable products that you want for taking care of your home. Yep. And they send great stuff. So they sent me a box, and I used the the Method Toilet Cleaner. Oh, me too. Yes, yes. I love it. You know, it's so satisfying the way it kind of clings to the bowl, and it's blue. And then I scrubbed it off with a Grove uh, walnut sponge, which works great on any surface.
0: Wow. Oh, my gosh. So... So to do this yourself, listener, go to Grove at grove.co slash spilled milk, and you're going to get a $30 Mrs. Myers gift set for free with your order of $20 or more.
1: That's grove.co, not grove.com, grove.co slash spilled milk.
0: So, Matthew, basically, here's the deal. I'm really glad to have learned all these things about Pringles, but I don't like them.
1: Um, yeah, I feel kind of crummy now, yeah, but I do like. I
0: feel like I want to like go home and eat some. I f- mean,
1: I feel kind of good about the fact that no one is going to going to assume that we were secretly sponsored by Pringles.
0: Yeah, nobody could possibly assume that by how we've responded to these um, products.
1: But uh, so I, was this a, was this episode requested by someone?
0: I don't know. What's I don't that? know
1: either. Probably.
0: Probably. Thank you. I hope thank, you, you got your money's worth. thank you,
1: listener. Thank you, listener. Pringle, pringle dot com.
0: <laughs> wow, you can stack Pringles.
1: Thank you. Thank you, listener. Wow, you can stack Pringles. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpringles.com. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And at Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. God, the this real, is one of
0: those episodes where really we're totally... It was really
1: SpilledMilkPodcast.com. Where
0: we're totally running out of steam. Mm-hmm. I think we were like decimated by the, and the yet, thing we were eating. And
1: yet we ate the ultimate refueling... What was it?
0: Oh, uh, the, the ultimate way to recharge. The,
1: we, yes, the, and, it, and it did not work. No. Somehow... I, I was sure that that ad copy was 100% true, and it turns out it's not. Oh, God. Um, You can uh, find us on Instagram, at Spilled Milk Podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. You could probably stack us if it came down to it.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: I'm Matthew Burton.
0: And I'm Molly Weisenberg. June is National Dairy Month, and as part of the Undeniably Dairy Campaign, we're talking to Austin Allred.
1: Austin is the 28-year-old owner of Royal Dairy in Royal City, Washington, and his farm has thousands of happy cows. But there's one cow in particular who's always on his mind.
0: And her name's not Bessie. Or Bossy.
1: Do you name your cows, or if not, how do you keep track of which cow is which?
2: So... There's some special cows. I've got a couple special cows up there that have a little special part in my heart and I don't know if I name them, but I know those ones better than some of the others. But each cow from the time they're born, gets an earring,
1: uh-huh.
2: uh, two earrings, one with a number and the other with an RFID tag. That RFID tag has an electronic signal that uh, can be scanned at any time. So any significant life event that happens to that animal, is gonna be scanned into the computer. Oh wow. So her birthday, her heritage, her production, anytime she might get some vaccinations or medicine or she's sick, anything is is uh attracting that cow. So you can go to any animal in our whole farm and that's the milk cows, the heifers, the dry cows, the bulls, the steers, and you'll be able to type that number in the computer and you'll be able to see all of her life events, her grandparents or great-grandparents or everything uh, if she has posterity you'll be able to see that
1: so it's like an ancestry.com or a, or an online dating profile for cows
2: <laughs> yeah they, they have kind of a facebook profile uh you yeah some profile pictures of their others <laughs> really impress people i'm gonna i'm
1: gonna send a friend request to some of your special cows <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, 173033, she's the best one, she's my favorite.
1: Okay, what makes, what makes 173033 special?
2: Um, she just produced a heifer that is very incredible. <laughs> and she's, a, she's an incredible count.
0: Wait, what does it mean to produce a heifer that's incredible?
2: So this heifer, genomic sampling is a, is a new, not, it's not new, the last three years we've been able to, there's a new technology a new database where we can send the DNA of our animals into this database. And within two weeks, we can have back, whether she's a day old, whether this heifer's a day old or, or a year old when you take this DNA sample, you can get results back that will give you the full breakdown of this animal. So so 173033 has a, has a daughter, 8763, uh-huh. who is six months old but has a DNA sample that gives very high merits on her production, her future production, her future posterity, um, her future shape. I mean, everything. There's about probably 200 indicators of what this animal is going to do to her future and her posterity. So anyway, she's my favorite right now.
0: Remember, when you buy milk, cheese and yogurt, you're supporting local farmers like Austin and number one seven three zero
1: three three. Hear more stories at undeniably slash devoted.
0: Wait a minute. This is all you got. Oh, oh, I see you've got all these these uh, grab and goes.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to grab.
0: OK. And we're go. Go.
1: See you later (laughs) I'm uh, I'm Matthew Wow (laughs) Let's try that again Reese's peanut butter cups
2: are the greatest But let me play devil's advocate here Let's see So No, that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem Uh, Reese's, you did it You stumped this charming devil